Welcome back to Blue Sky's Thinking from Guidelines. It's episode three, and later we'll be discussing some approaches to business planning and strategy. But first, let's find out what's happening with Zelda. Zelda enters her dad's office, bearing difficult news as a start to the day. for you. How's it going? It's great. I've been chatting to Jacob and we've come up with a name for the new business. It's Sideline. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Have you got your business plan coming together then? Jacob has decided to try something new with me and we aren't going to push the whole strategic planning thing. Interesting. Uh, So you're winging it? Innovating on the hoof, I like to call it. Jacob is loving the break from the normal humdrum way of forming a business. I look forward to seeing the results. Uh, Did you need me for anything specific? Yes. You see, I'm spending a lot of my time working on Sideline. That's such a great name, isn't it? It's unique, I think. Go on. And anyway, it's with... Deep regret that... You have to tender your resignation so you can concentrate fully on developing Lifeline. Well, yes. And it's sideline. I'm so sorry to leave you in the lurch. Well, don't you worry about it. In fact, I wondered if that would be the case, so I've rehired Lucy. Lucy? Who left when I took over the admin team? One and the same. In fact, she could be here at 9am. Uh, Perhaps you could show her what's changed since she's been gone and we can release you to the exciting world of business startup by the end of the... uh... Month? No, day. I'm so excited for you, I've moved mountains to free you up. Oh, that's nice of you. When Lucy heard you were leaving, she was so eager to support your transition. She even called off the court case for unfair dismissal and accepted my new terms. Unfair what? She left of her own accord, didn't she? Well, it's complicated. Suffice to say, I've got you covered. Uh, Look, there she is now. Go make her welcome and get to clearing your desk. How exciting is this? Yeah, it's wonderful. Faster than I imagined. Where are you going to pace yourself? Working from home? Uh, I haven't thought that through yet. The flat is a little small... But I could work at the dining table. To be honest, I was thinking I could work here for a while. Oh, darling, I don't think that would work. You need a quiet space so you can mould into your ideal working environment. Somewhere inspiring. Jacob should be able to get you offices while you sort out the practicalities of setting a business up. Practicalities? You know, registering company names, checking domains are available, sorting out your company records... Setting up your accounting, filing, computers, software. You know, the basics. Uh, Of course. I'm on it. Right, yes. I'm off to sort out Lucy, clear out and meet Jacob. We're all rooting for you, sweetheart. Zelda has called Jacob to another meeting at the Dog and Bone, which is now doubling as her office. Good evening, Miss Zero. May I sit? Hi, Jay. How's it hanging? When I know, I'll tell you. 
Why the long face? I just left my job. I think this is my leaving do. Wow. You move fast. Dad moves fast. Never one to hold you back is Nero. So you summoned me to your new office. What is your desire? I've got to get Sideline off the ground, and you offered your help, so I'm snapping you up. Well, I'm here for you. I'm a good coach and mentor. I don't need that. I need offices, furniture, computers, and to do some practicalities, apparently. Okay, I did look into some of those practicalities today. You know that a company called Sideline is already registered with Companies House? What? No! What's Companies House? It's the government organisation that registers business and maintains basic records on them. Anyway, Sideline is not available and neither is the domain name. Domain name? You know, sideline.co.uk or sideline.com, both gone. So I wouldn't recommend sticking with that name. Bother! I like that name. I've told everyone. Posted it on Facebook and everything. Could I spell it differently, like C-I-D-E line or S-Y-D-E line? That would be good. Check it. Check it. Go on, check it. Okay, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, 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 ah, well, that is available at Company's House. Ooh. Oh, I already have a logo forming in my mind. Okay, uh, leave the logo until later. Uh, yep, and it looks like some of the most common domain names are available too. Brilliant. Let's do that then. Sideline with a Y it is. So, is that all the practicalities dealt with? Well, not really. Um, I'll send you some links so you can register these. Ah, well, yes. I only have a mobile phone now. Dad took my laptop away because it was a business one. Oh, that dirty... I'll get the company's house registration going, but there will be decisions to be made on the structure of the company. Whatever. Details. Details. Okay, so it looks like we need to get you some kit too. Uh, We'd better go shopping tomorrow. Do you like apples? Yeah, but I prefer pears. Hold on. How am I going to pay for this? I'm unemployed. Hmm, I wonder. Come on, let's get you a leaving drink. All I want is to sing it out loud. So I say thank you for the music, the songs I'm singing. Thanks for all the joy they're bringing. Ouch! That was one brutal exit that Nero engineered there. Yeah, you do get the feeling that Zelda has been pushed into this venture instead of starting it on the basis of a sound strategic plan. (laughs) And there's the strategy word again. What is Zelda avoiding by, what did you call it? Oh, innovating on the hoof. Yeah, this word innovation, um, it's uh, misused a lot and misunderstood. Um, What Zelda thinks is innovation is really just muddling through. Uh, She's actually being a bit lazy by not 
doing anything. Yeah, it might be that she's watched her dad manage a heavy strategic planning process and she just didn't want that burden, so she's avoiding it. Yeah, maybe, but um, setting up a strategy doesn't have to be uh, a long, drawn-out event. Um, you could spend, for example, as a startup, a single day on some strategic planning and, and you know work with that for quite a while before you need to revise it um, and then revise it once you've made some progress. Yeah, so perhaps a good point on this episode is to run through some basic strategic pointers. I think we've got 10 for those thinking about starting a business. Yeah, good idea. So firstly, and we mentioned this in the last episode, you need to do what you know and what you're good at and what you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, it's hard starting a business um, and there are tough times. If you're not passionate about it, you won't see it through. And you know, doing stuff that you know and you're good at just shortens the amount of time it's going to take you to bring your ideas to, to market. The learning curve is a lot lot shorter. Um, Absolutely. Um, uh, and, and I think if you are going to start your business, no matter how passionate you are, it's probably good to try and start one when you already have an existing income. So if you can do a start a business alongside your current income, your, your current role, your current job, whatever it might be, um, that would be preferable because it does take some time to do uh, some of the to implement some of the strategies we're just about to mention. Yeah, yeah. And thirdly, um, we'd recommend that you get some help and advice. Um, don't rely on um, Mr. Google to tell you everything you need to know. Go and speak to some people because that will shortcut um, a lot of the things you need to do. So go and seek out help and advice. Yeah, and we mentioned this last time that we got the things like the growth hubs and there yeah. are funded organizations can help you uh, do this and give you yep. some advice. So, and one of the things these uh, funded organizations will draw you and help you with is to create a business plan. Now yep. it's probably one yep. of the things that people f shy away from a fair mm. bit mm. and that does, it doesn't have to be a tome. Um, all we need is in a business plan is you being very clear on what your business does, a little bit of an idea of what market you're trying to uh, attack and whether it's actually there mm. or not. Um, how are you going to organize this this business? How's it going to be structured and, and set up? And then perhaps a little bit on how you're going to um, how you going to do your sales, how you're going to fund it, especially in the short term, mm. especially whilst mm. you're starting up. And then that all important financial projections, because that allows you to yeah. be a that's the ultimate part of the plan is can you afford to do this mm. and what do you need to back yeah. it? Yeah, and, and really the uh, one thing you'll hear from Guideline a lot and which we'll say again here is this doesn't have to be a verbose, long, wordy document that um, no. contains a lot of peripheral fluff. It needs to be something that you can use on a daily basis to you know, see how you're doing with your, against your plan. Um, the fifth area, and related to the business plan, because you'll need to do this to improve uh, input information into the business plan is to do your research. Who else is out there? Who else is selling similar products or services to the one that you're thinking of selling? What are they charging for it? Who are their customers? Um, what is going to be unique and different about you? There's um, a wealth of research resources available to you. The internet, whilst you might want to not want to use that for some advice, for doing research on what's out there and where you might fit in the market and what sorts of products and services you might offer. It's a fantastic resource, but make sure you do that research and get very specific about what it is that you're doing and why the thing that you're doing 
is going to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that kind of also goes hand in hand with the next point, the sixth point, which is that if you can try and get some customers through the door um, before you, you formally launch, get people signed up to the concept, get people signed up to uh, your prototypes and having you some of your um, your early product, maybe, or your early services. Um, because if you can say people are already using, already buying it, you're, you're already uh, hitting your marketplace yeah. that lends itself so well to getting additional funding additional support and it encourages customer new customers to buy from you as well so if you can get those customers um, lined up at least if not actually purchasing yeah. from you already and apart from anything else you can use them as kind of early testers early feedback yeah. so that you can understand whether the services and products that you you are intending to launch meet their needs yeah. So it's a very useful way of finding that out. Um, point number seven is that we think you need to get other professionals involved. It's all very well taking advice, but you will need other professionals to do things for you. So uh, there'll be areas where you don't have the expertise and it, frankly, it's just more effective and efficient for you to use other people to do things. So things like uh, getting an accountant to do your accounts, getting someone to do your payroll, getting people to set up your IT systems, getting lawyers to look over your contracts and things like that. Those are going to be services that you will need. Yeah, and it's easy to skip over thinking you can do all this yourself. And, yeah. and to a certain extent, you can. Mm. You know, it's not so, but yeah. sometimes watching a YouTube video on how to do your accounts is, is not necessarily the best way to mm. produce professional it's, accounts. It's best use of time and um, um, oh, that as well, yeah. in terms of taking advice, take this piece of advice now. Don't spend all your time doing your accounts <laughs> or doing your contracts. Get people in that do them because your time is better spent focusing on growing your business and developing your business, not doing those things. Absolutely. Um, so a lot of these strategies uh, lend themselves to so understanding your market, having a good business plan, understanding your financial um, uh, projections uh, and forecasts will all help you get further financial backing and you might think and it might be that you can do you can back yourself off your own finances you might be able to uh, work off your savings or off mm. some uh, payment you've had for redundancy or, or, or whatever um, but make sure you've got adequate financial backing to be able to get through the early days financial projections um, can sometimes be a little bit um, optimistic let's <laughs> say um and 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 you you might find yourself running out of savings um very Much quickly and having thoughts and and turn to lending uh, but it's also the other thing to consider there are grants out there even in this um changing world of losing yep. the eu if we do mm. i'm not going to go into that um no. but there are grants out there some of them are, are whole grants which will help you buy equipment others uh, are part funded grants or match funded grants yeah. which will help you um, perhaps bolster instead of paying a thousand getting spending a thousand pounds on kit you could pay two thousand pounds on kit part of it funded by grant yeah, yeah. and a lot of it is is um, is reasonably easy to get hold of but don't be frightened of of the grants process it just needs a little bit of work and of course you've also got those investors that opportunity to mm. to go out to an investor marketplace mm. and see if somebody wants to put money into yeah. your business yeah i mean they're all they're all numbers a whole number of ways to get financial backing and maybe it's a topic for another time yeah definitely um, 
because there are numerous ways of going about that. Um, ninth and really close to our heart guideline is get your compliance right. Mm. The numbers of our customers and other people we see that that just miss this. This is all about making sure you follow the law and you do the things that you need to do. So things like sale of goods act or health and safety or having the correct HR contracts in place or doing looking after people's data properly. All these things are covered by law and all the things that you need to comply with. So don't ignore them. Don't stick your head in the sand. Otherwise they will come back to bite you. So um, yeah, number nine, make sure you deal with compliance. And I think it's definitely worth reiterating ignorance of what your compliance requirements are. Ignorance is not an excuse in the court of law. Excuse. Yeah, they, they won't. I, I didn't know I had to pay VAT, my lord. Will not stick with uh, the HMRC. They will just close your business. Absolutely. So finally, and, and this is an interesting one, plan for the worst. Mm. Um, consider what you would do if it's not successful or if your business partner dies or if you're so successful that you want to move on to other things. So um, a lot of times you hear the phrase exit plans and you and you hear people say, oh, what's your exit plan? And you think, well, I, I've only just started this business. Why the, why the places do I want to think about exiting it? Yeah. But sometimes having that view of what would happen if... Mm. I got into this situation or if this happened yep. is it just means you've got a grip on sometimes the worst and sometimes what, what could happen yeah. uh, if the best yeah. happened and as well. And that's a tiny, a tiny, teeny window into the area of, of risk. Um, which we will cover definitely which later. Is, yeah. Which is not about the, just about the worst things that could happen, but also about the best things that can happen as well. So yes. something we'll touch on another time. Um, so none of this, what we've discussed over those 10 points needs to be wordy or beautifully presented. It just needs some time and thought. Um, to start with, the documents you produce are going to be for your use only. Um, it's only when you start involving others like uh, investors or a bank that you need to give a bit more attention to the, the presentation. And it, and it needs to be pragmatic and reasonable. You know, the, the idea of business planning is not to and not to be un, unreasonable or try, try to put an unrealistic burden on, on a business owner. The idea yeah. is to put something together which, which works for you. Exactly, yep, yep. So looking back at Sideline again and going back to uh, the drama as it unfolds, was it? do you think it was right for Nero to take away Zelda's laptop <laughs> on the phone? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, keeping control of your physical things like IT and ensuring that you maintain the security of... Um, the data particularly that's contained on them is absolutely paramount. Yeah, I think it's it's important for us to, to appreciate that and for Zelda to appreciate that you need to consider the practicalities of setting up a business and, and equipment and purchasing equipment and software uh, mm. is, is as equally important as being continually aware of that asset and, and that equipment yep. and making sure that you the practicalities of running the business means you need to maintain it. You've got to keep yeah. it up to date. You've got to keep it current. You've got to keep it useful and keep track of what you own and how you use it and make sure it's kept safe. Yeah, yeah. So it was absolutely right for him to do it. Absolutely, yeah. It was just a bit <laughs> cold-hearted in the way he did it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be interested to see if Zelda does that once she's got sideline going. Yeah, good. So uh, very much so. So we, uh, I think 
I just wanted to take a moment to reflect because this is this is a sad episode today. Is it? What was that? Well, you may not have realised, but this is going to be the last episode when it's just us two for a while. Oh, and that makes you sad. Nope, nope, you're right. I'm delighted. As I'm talking to Dan Arasniak in the next episode, which is called Money, Money, Money. Oh, which kind of works for Dan, because um, he works for an accountancy partnership called Lang Bennett's. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, what are you going to do with yourself whilst I'm off hogging the microphone with Dan? Uh, I'm just going to relish the peace and quiet in the office. Uh, are you implying I'm noisy? Uh, well, no, I'm just telling you you're noisy. Right, okay. I'll get my coat. Bye. <laughs> ah, so now he's gone, all I need to do is thank you for tuning in and ask you to like, share, comment and anything else to your heart's content. If you've enjoyed this, tell everyone else. And if you think it could be better, tell us. One way or another, share your thoughts. Um, so Russell will hog the microphone next time in Money, Money, Money. If you can bear it, join him again then. 